All right, all right, all right. This is Will Dick with the Art of Floundering Podcast. Want to wish everybody peace and love. This is the Peace and Love Morning Show, 9-14-21. Um, we had a technical difficulty, so this is version two. With me is Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess, and we enjoy everyday TV. Good morning, Wes. Can you hear me? Good Good morning. Peace and love. Peace How and is love. everybody doing today? We're doing good. Hey, uh, we're not. here's where we're streaming to today. We're streaming to um, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. And I'll uh, remind me to call out the posers on Twitch. Good morning, Howard. Remind me. We'll call out the posers on Twitch a little bit later. But this morning, in our week of experimentation, yes, it lives. In our week of experimentation, we're going to stream to uh, Twitch today. I find Twitch to be a complete waste of my fucking time. But what the hell? Anyway, enough about that. Um, yesterday, Wes, we were talking about interesting sex terms. Um, to refresh everybody's memory, welcome. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Let's get into it. Um, we talked about a Leningrad steamer, if you guys recall. And if you don't recall, that's okay because we have the internet. And I'll bring this up. Leningrad steamer. Feel free to Google at home. Um, hang on for a second. For some reason, I'm having problems spelling Leningrad. Here we go. All right, a Leningrad steamer. Um, this is a from Urban Dictionary. Um, th this is a sex term. Um, when one individual defecates upon two individuals who are duct taped together. Anyway, you could read the rest of it. But we got into reason why I'm bringing this up is um. I was wondering, Wes, is there, have you, did you, have you ever heard of Leningrad steamer until I brought it up yesterday? Uh, no, yeah, no, I had Cleveland steamer is the only thing I had, uh, I had heard of See? and, and never really bothering to Google or find out what exactly any of these things are. Well, the, the point I'm trying, I guess the point it's like, we were talking about, we don't watch the news, pop culture's passing us by and. I can't even keep up on the slang anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, and so I was just thinking about that. It, the, the, the boomer concept growing old and, uh, you know, Leningrad steamer. And like I said, the only reason I know that is because I was trying to find something unique for a puppet show. So, I mean, I think, you know, I've heard of Bukaki, um, and, and dirty Sanchez, you know, but I guess that's a, those are boomer terms. What are boomer sexual terms? Is blowjob a boomer term? Is mi mi missionary is definitely boomer, isn't it? The missionary position, Wes, would you say that's boomer? It, only because it's been around my entire life. Now, I, I don't know that it's not flapper. I don't know that it's not some other, you know, right. maybe even pre-boomer. Pre I, I, I'm, not, I'm not all up on terminology because... Because slang changes so often. Slang just continues. Uh, you know, every 10 years, whatever was the trend, what's up, is gone. And, you know, it, it, everything changes. Yeah, I. It, 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 how did I get on this fucking topic? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't know. We opened with Leningrad Steamer. Yeah, we did. We so, did. I you wanted, know, I you to, know we're, yeah, kind of shoot out that what, what we're about here. Um, We'll get to some other stuff. What's on your mind this morning, Wes? Uh, uh, nothing, nothing. Okay. I, I, I had a, 
I had a toilet chain break early this morning. So I like to have those challenges. I like to have, I like to have, you know, the life just kind of slap me real early. Oh, you just get up. There you go. There's going to be your day. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what, what lies ahead. What scary shit's going to be uh, on the horizon for my home, day? Home ownership is the biggest fucking hustle in our society, um, I think. I mean, I just, it's not the American dream. It, maybe it is for some, I'm not, but you know, I, I get it. I, there was a lot, there was a lot about home ownership that I dig. I, I'm, I'm one of these guys. I like interior design. I'm weird that way. Um, but it is a fucking pain in the ass. And as you grow older, this is why, you know, like if your parents are still alive or grandparents, this is why they fucking live in that small apartment. It's not because they they're broke dick or anything like that. It's they don't want to have to fucking deal with shit. It is is right, Wes. Home ownership sucks, man. As the as a decade passes and a decade goes in no time, in no fucking time. And then whatever you installed a decade ago is is needing to be replaced. And you don't feel the same as you did a decade ago having to go down and do that sort of work. So yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass, the upkeep and everything else. I don't, you know, I don't know dick about real estate, um, but I, you know, here's a trend I was noticing before COVID. This urbanization trend. A lot of people wanting to move down. I was one of them wanting to move to the, you know, the core of a city. Um, these little hipster fucking $800 condos that they charge half a million for. I mean, it, like Oklahoma City, which is the middle of America, right? Right. It's not Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. real estate is ridiculous. It, the coast, San Francisco, LA, it, it's insane. So, but Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, I mean, some of the pricing, what, what they're asking, and I was thinking, holy shit, you know, it, about 400,000 for 800 square feet. Okay. And I mean, it was like, you know what I mean? And what it was, was it to the naked eye, it looks cool because it's got like Ikea like fixtures. So it looks all clean, but it's cheap shit. It's fucking cheap. It looks good in a picture, but it's that cheap shit. knockoff pergo. It's fucking horse shit. But people buy, and I get it. I get it. You want to live down there, have the hipster vibe. But I wonder, Wes, with COVID and like hearing what you're talking about and seeing my buddy, this, this new car, I think it's called an Elon, E-L-O-N car. I'm going to Google it and talk about it more tomorrow. I actually want to see if Guido can come on and talk about it. But um, it's a three-wheeled car. And it's, it's very simple and they build themselves as high mileage, low cost where like brand new is like five large, something like that, you know, and there's shipping container homes. I don't know if you've seen that trend. I, I can talk about that. If you do that, don't cut into them. Um, but you know, small homes, I don't know if you've seen these small home designs where it's like, like you know, 200 square foot home kind of shit. You know, people are, I wonder, dude, you know, we talk about simplification, but I wonder if we're going to see a real estate bust in some of these hipster markets. I mean, the condo market's always up and down, but I don't know, Howard's in Ireland. I would imagine every major metropolis is following the same city planning thing. You know what I mean? It's kind of come in, fucking gentrify, Make it all fucking, you, you, you know, it's all the goddamn same. There's a Starbucks. It's like a fucking roadmap neighborhood, you know, and it's all clean and it's all new and, you know, and I get it. But I, 
I just wonder, dude, I, I wonder with COVID because I've changed and, and granted my health falls into a lot of it, but even if I was a hundred percent, right. I don't think I could, I don't think I would move into the city center like I was prior to COVID. I'm not saying I'm going to move out in the fucking country, but what are your thoughts on all this, Wes? Do you see a kind of bus coming or a change in attitudes? Well, I, I wonder because you did see uh, uh, the tiny homes, for example. You had this move to the tiny homes uh, in, the, in response to the McMansions, in response right. to these, hey, why do you have 5,000 square feet when there's two or three of you living there? Why are you uh, yeah. air conditioning all that? Yeah. What a waste. You don't even use all that space. Well, I wonder if the people that moved into the tiny homes uh, because they had social lives, because they had other things they did and they just they just went home to sleep. They just went home to do those things. I wonder what COVID did to that social life area. And if then they found themselves in more of a prison cell type environment because they couldn't. Uh, uh, I, I wonder if there was any buyer remorse. Oh, we moved into this fucking small place because we used to go out every fucking night. And now and now we're stuck home. Now we're stuck home. I, I, I'm sick and tired of this. I hate you. I, I was really, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was really thankful. I lived where I lived when, when COVID hit, you, you, you know what I mean? It was, um, because I, I, you know, I had a yard, I could like get outside, you, you know, in my backyard and privacy, blah, blah, blah. And well, I, not to bore you, but was really, what was nice about the house I had was the backyard. It was this crazy farmer or whatever. And he wasn't going to, and he kept, he was nice, but he wasn't going to sell any property. So you couldn't build back there. So all I, I had this amazing fucking view from my backyard. It was great. But, uh, um, I just think this, this urbanization that was happening, you, you know what I mean? I, I, that might change. Um, you know, dude, it's like a double-edged sword. Cause it's like, okay, you're going to spend more time in than out. So one would think, okay, you build around a lot of creature comforts, but I, I really think folks, I, I don't know why I'm on this subject, but I really think folks, you know, if they're looking to buy or they're looking for their forever type, whatever, are going to want to have some sort of outdoor living incorporated in that. I think that's become important. I know like here, I mean, I question sometimes why my brother and sister-in-law even have a house. You, 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 because they're outside all the time. They sit out on a porch and I'm joking, but they, you, you, you know what I mean? But to your point, yeah. um, I, I was, I was married with a daughter. So just three of us and a golden retriever, right? I had way more house than we needed. Right. And I, I didn't, I bought that house to, because I thought, you, you know, to impress people, if you want to know the truth, it was just like, well, why am I moving to this name? The whole bit. You know, uh, you know, I wanted to move to the neighborhood because, you know, this kind of thing. But it was a, I had a pool, you know, and it's just it, it fucking everything was fucking maintenance. So every weekend I was taking care of shit. You, you know what I mean? Or paying somebody to take care of shit. And then, like I said, I've talked about this ad nauseum. But as I got hurt, you know, my my other house that I had that, you know, it's like over 2000 square feet. I'm only using like maybe an eighth of it, right? You, you, you know what I mean? And so I, I wonder, you know, I, I, I wonder, you know, futurists, some of the future trends, you know, I think Bitcoin, yes. I think, uh, uh, I, I don't know, what, do you, what kind of future trends do you see, dude? 
uh, floating homes, floating homes like they have over in uh, in the areas in northern Europe what's that a, are is, seeing these sea rises. What's a flo- oh, floating? Oh, like as in water sea rising? They have them on stilts. They oh. have them on stilts over there. I wonder if we will see that adjustment as sea rise uh, and these and tides become more of an issue for cities. They're they're putting the homes on uh, on floats and on stilts. So the the entire home and the neighborhood, the neighborhood comes up as the water comes up. And so uh, and that seemed really novel to me. They're they're on like four stilts that just, you know, they ride up and down on those mm-hmm. things. I I have, you know, with climate change, with technology, with everything else changing and who could who can even who can even fathom a guess? Uh, yeah. uh, you know, we uh, whatever I say is is going to be fucking wrong. It's going to be fucking. Wrong. Well, I there's a you know, I'm what there's a mass exodus out of California um, uh, to, to parts. It, yeah, I don't have like I'm not looking at data here, guys. Once again, we speak out of our ass on this fucking show. So please, please, please. OK, I'm speaking out of my ass. So some of this is going to be off. But um, according to the stuff I read. It, a lot are moving to Texas. Uh, the advantage for Texas, just for people, there's no state tax. There's no state income tax. Now there's a property tax, but it, you know, if somebody in California is paying a ridiculous property tax on top on top of a state income tax, and uh, you know, and they're just kind of getting. I would never move to. I I'd never understood why why move to. You know, I had an opportunity to go to Silicon Valley, not like it's a big time job, low level job, right? I'm like, who the fuck can afford to live here? You know, half a you know half million dollars. I mean, everybody was a roommate. I was watching this guy on YouTube that was talking about living in California. He was talking about dating, and I never thought about this. He goes, look, man. He goes, it's really impossible because. It, everybody, it, it's so, the cost of living is so ridiculous in, in Southern California that 99% of the people you run in have like roommate situations, but like mass roommate situations where there's like zero privacy. So in other words, nobody's getting any nookie. It's, 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 you know, you, you think, oh, fuck California. But I mean, your mileage will vary. This is one guy's perspective, but it was, it was an interesting dynamic. If the place is so fucking expensive, that you have to fucking have roommates. I mean, rethink your pro. I mean, how good is the fuck? I mean, I get it, but how fucking awesome is it really? You, you know what I mean? I, I just to spend life chasing that fucking nonsense. But anyway, mass exodus out of California. Um, I, I don't know where else out, but you know, California seems to be fucking coming apart. But they always do. The California ebbs and flows. The Western economies ebb and flow. It's very boom to bust, but. I, you know, where else are people booking out of Wes? And I, I don't hear stories of people leaving the Northeast. That's just normal. People get old from the yeah. Northeast and go to Florida or go to the warmer climates, go to Arizona, that kind of thing. Illinois, Illinois, Illinois is seeing a mass exodus, but not for the same reasons as a California with all of the natural disasters and all of that, the future drought issues and the, the rolling, you know, blackouts and different things. Illinois, it's just purely a financial thing uh, after. And and I, I, I wish I had the number of how many governors, past governors of that state are in prison or have been in prison. Such corruption, uh, man. In, it's such it a is of corruption total, 
total fucking corruption. Illinois, Illinois just fucking takes the takes the cake. I was born and raised there, right. uh, Rockford, Illinois. And uh, the whole reason in the 90s, the business that I told you I was in where we were automating school food service right. all came about because of total fraud. The city of Chicago was claiming 300,000 free meals served daily out of a total enrollment of 300,000 kids. So they're saying everybody qualifies, we're serving them, even though they're, they're so it was all just a scam and, and that's why audits came into place. So uh, the, the people, uh, the taxes are outrageous. There's taxes on everything. Uh, they're one of those, you're never gonna get rid of the fucking toll roads in Northern Illinois kind right. of thing, you know? And uh, and so that that is the state where I have been seeing people just just trying to get out of and their population continues to go down. Well, you know, it's it once again, speaking out of my ass, Dr. Love FM radio, Nadia Lamone, radio parlesse, peace and love and Howard peace and love. Uh, speaking of Chicago, um, you know, there is a history of like uh, machine politics in the area and Cicero, you know, the, you know, Al Capone and it's got a history of corruption um, or, uh, you know, uh, a reputation. Now, I have in the job I had before in, in government service, I've dealt with all the major cities, right? Operations in all the ma and Chicago had a major operation in an international operation and also a domestic operation. Huge. Always a fucking problem, Wes. Always a fucking problem. I mean, I, I, you know, stuff like people that were not showing up to work but still getting paid people that would come in for work and said, I'm going to, I'm going to punch the clock and then I'm going to go do work at the railroad. And then I'll come back here at the end of the day and punch out. And if you say anything, I'm going to fucking kill you. Right. This kind of shit. Right. Um, not as bad. Now that was back in the day, but there's all kinds of history. Uh, I'll give you an example. There was a postmaster at the Chicago post office when they did a renovation had like, I forgot it. This is in $90, but it was, I think it was, it was, around a million. It was, it was insane. It was like marble tub, just off the charts, what, what she had done. Right. Um, so we were in and out of Chicago, always sending process improvement teams, this kind of bullshit. And I, I became convinced that like it or not, you know, the reality is Chicago is Chicago, just like Atlantic City is Atlantic City, just like Philadelphia. There's a certain way of doing things. And I always thought in the back of my head, you know, we, we in the 25 years I worked in government service, we had people in Chicago process improvement teams the entire time. <laughs> right. And just churning through people, some meat grinder. And I kept thinking, why, why not just accept and, and get somebody that's a little greasy that kind of understands how to get things done. You, 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 you know what I mean, Wes, but it was Chicago. The, it was, yeah, I love Chicago, but you know, it was, it was definitely, you know, the systems there, they, you know, you, yeah, the governor gets thrown in jail. You hear about there was wasn't there a congressman from Cicero that got thrown in jail. I forgot the guy's name. There's always somebody getting thrown in jail out there. Um, oh yeah. You know, and of course Al yeah, Capone it, did his business there and he kind of like looked the other way. Everybody did, but yeah, I mean, I don't know the history of Chicago. I just know the reputation and I know from at least in what I did, it was always, a, that whole, what we called the great lakes area, 
was always a fucking problem. Always a fucking problem to, to just get shit done. Right. You know what I mean? Just, you know, you you had the right idea getting someone greasy. Uh, The honorable uh, Mayor Daly, uh, who, who was, you know, just so fucking corrupt. And then his son becomes fucking mayor. Uh, uh, just unbelievable that they, they keep it in, but that was, that was how it was. We did business with, uh, school districts with the food service, uh, department of school districts and everybody selling to any of these, uh, entities, especially, uh, government owned there, there had to be kickbacks. We would have, uh, we would have cash register dealers in place that were selling our software and systems and the, the food service directors. They just openly expected uh, kickbacks from these, uh, you know, spiffs, they call them or whatever, from the from the distributor, from the cash register dealer. So they were going to make X amount of money, but they were going to pay a commission to whoever the food service director was that was approving the, the purchase. And you have that kind of corruption and in just everything, which which adds to the cost of everything. But uh, it it does make it to where if you want to do business in an area like that, you, you can't, you can't quite be ethical. You have to, uh, you have to step outside of the ethical bubble. Uh, we had somebody, we had somebody come to work for us. It was a friend of mine who was, uh, who uh, was working on his MBA out of, uh, out of U of I. So uh, he shows up at the company, uh, and he's he's got his MBA and or he's working on it and and we're having him do promotional materials for districts that we're trying to get sold, and and we're putting numbers in and we needed these numbers to show X amount of growth and and so forth along those lines. And so he was told make this look that way and he comes back. No, it, uh, the numbers really don't don't uh, pan out with that. And I just said, just give me the fucking thing. Well, this isn't ethical. I said, well, this is business. What you're learning in that fucking school does not apply in 90% of what's going on out here when it comes to ethics and business. It's good if it were there. It should be there. But the American society just it doesn't run that way. You've got all these. Everybody's got to get their take on uh, whatever level. And that's what we found. Well, yeah, it, it's yeah, I, I, I'm not I, I I'm not saying look the other way at corruption. But, you know, there's you, you know what what I've learned is there's a diversity in this country based off of location too, geographic, geographic diversity. You know, a person in California. Um, and one of the things I did was run a call center. So you, you deal, so a person in, in, in California will have a totally different way of expressing themselves than somebody had like from Jersey, right? They're trying to make the same point. And, but they're, you know, you'd bring it, you'd bring in like, basically imagine like Chicago, right? And it's just, you you know, you're dealing with, everything's just rough there, politics, getting things done. And you're bringing in like, you know, somebody just came off the mission field or something, you know, gee golly. Hey everybody, it's me. I'm here to help. Let's all get, they just grind Like you said, the MBA types, Hey, we got somebody that just got out of Harvard business college and dude, I, I, that's great. But like, just not hip to what they're walking into, you know? And it's like, because yeah, in a sterile environment, 
where there's no fog of war, all these little fucking classroom exercises work out nice and clean. But then you're dealing with, you know, fucking unions. You're dealing with fucking, you know, this, that, the other fucking thing. And not that unions are bad, but if you've never dealt with organized, they don't teach that in MBA fucking program. They don't, I, I didn't have any labor fucking really. And I, you know, not that, and, and I realized there's a lot of work, uh, right to work and stuff like that. But they, I think it fucking labor relations training is fucking, I didn't have that. And I, you know, the entire, my entire MBA curriculum and, and my PhD, I don't recall anything labor relations. Now that's, I, it, it was consuming where I worked you know? Um, and so it, it just, it wasn't addressed, but, and once again, there's another frame of reference. Chicago is a, you know, a, a blue collar oriented, you know, pro labor environment. And if you're, if your frame of reference is right to work state, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying right or wrong. It's just that, you know, you're, you're bringing in people that don't understand the, 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 the lay of the land that they're expected to manage. And they're, they're failing because we're overlooking, you know, all this education's great. I have fancy book learning too, but street smarts, man, is like, you know, a thing, you know, but real street smarts. Not, I mean, you got to get things fucking done, you know, not, not bitch, not, but I just always, Wes, I just always question why they didn't do that. But, you know, you were talking about daily. I'm, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, that guy was fucking corrupt as hell. He was in bed with the fucking mafia. But I wonder how good he was for the Teamsters. What was it before and after for truck drivers? I, I don't know what I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, I think his kid was fucking president of the Teamsters for a while. I don't, I got to Google that. But, you know, fucking Hoffa was corrupt as fucking hell. And, 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 but I'm not saying, you know, he was good. But I think there was some, I mean, why would he, what, Wes, do you know anything about Hoff? I think there was some decent stuff he did for him. I mean, you know, you got to understand that there was a, re, we did need fucking uh, unions at one time. I mean, the working conditions were fucking horrendous in this country. I mean, I think at the time, I mean, you know, they, the fucking truck drivers, you know, just get there and you're going without sleep and, you know, just craziness, you know. Yeah, there were no regulations. There were no safety uh, measures there. I mean, it was like with child labor laws and other things. We needed Spanky. those things in this country. Sorry, dude. I just saw Spanky pop up. Spanky with beans and weenies. Go, go ahead, Wes. Sorry. Oh, uh, uh, but uh, everything I kept thinking about during your rant was Rodney Dangerfield during back to school oh, fuck yeah, in the yeah, business yeah. class where he's letting the guy know, oh, well, you're leaving all sorts of stuff out. You got to grease these guys. You're going to have to grease these guys. And they, you know, all the, you got to figure out who's this contract and all the things that they don't teach you in school no. that, uh, that the real world runs off of. And, and yeah, we've had, uh, we've had problems, you know, labor, uh, labor unions were a necessary uh, evil and may still be, may still be. I, and there may be, but the people, ultimately the people that were in power, did end up getting corrupted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the, uh, I think about the person who's got a, a national crime syndicate number down in uh, living down in Naples, Florida, the AFL CIO. Uh, he's their financial officer living in a, a $10 million home. Right. Oh, well that's, uh, and that's, that's union dues that paid for that $10 million home. There's right. a, you know, it's, 
at the top uh, and money corrupts. And these guys, the you know, if it's getting thrown at you, do you turn it down? How ethical are you? I it, it comes down to that. You know, people get tempted and a lot of people, a lot of people can't turn that down. A lot of people can't walk away from that type of opportunity. So I I don't know whether to blame them. We all die. We're all kind of in competition. No, it's no, not, I, I, you know, none of us are perfect. You know what I mean? And I, it's like, uh, like when something, like when there's a, an accident and somebody doesn't run to rescue somebody, but runs away. I never criticize that person because none of us ever really know what we'll do in situations until they happen. You, you know what I mean? And, and, it, and so, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I would hope I would have the wherewithal to not fucking take kickbacks and bribes kind of like, I mean, you know, there's, there's like, you know what I mean? There's like, you know, not following the process and then there's outright breaking the fucking law and, and just being a scumbag. You know what I mean? So I, I would hope uh, I never do that, but you're right. I mean, you, you never know. You may be, you know, dude, when I was at my worst with my fucking back and not getting income in. You know what I mean? And out of work and, and sitting there in the fucking hospital and bills piling up, man, somebody probably could have, I, I probably would, I don't know, but you know what? Hey man, can you look the other way on this contract? And after they fucking retire you, you, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know if I would have done it, but you get vulnerable. You never know. You know what I mean? We all, we all have needs and, and money is uh money is one of those answers to so many of our needs. And so even a good person, if they find themselves in a vulnerable position and they agree to something and then they head down a road that they can't get off of, it is hard to just blanketly judge without seeing how somebody came into that and to actually place, oh, that's wrong or that's right. No, you get caught up in a larger thing that's wrong. Uh, so it is it is very difficult to judge because you never know what situation someone was coming from. And whether or not you yourself would be able to, well, I'm going to suffer this way and suffer this way if I don't play ball and all this. And I'll, it, it's hard to, it, it's hard in situations to stand on your ethics. It is. And, you know, and, you know, I'm sure we've all had experience of working for like the weasel, the corporate yes person, all this. I, I think I told this story before. I had this guy I worked for. You could never get a fucking straight answer out of him. You know, like, and, and the business was contract. So it was very year to year. And so, you know, you're getting around 10 months. You kind of want, hey, or, uh, what's going on with this? Do I need to make plans kind of thing? And he would always jerk you off, man. And my favorite line was, uh, we got a verbal go. What the fuck is a verbal go, dude? Right? That became fucking legendary. Feel, anybody list, feel free to use it. I feel bad because this guy passed away. And he actually... Ultimately, he was a good guy. He was just a salesman. So he was just, he, he worked in a, in a, in a, an environment where bullshit was the fucking norm, you know, but verbal go guys, if you ever hear that, I don't know. I've never heard that in business. We got a verbal go. Fuck that. What does that mean? What's that worth? And that, it's a hard hey, that, meme that's people that not, people not willing to commit. That is a, I noticed that out of a lot of people, people get wishy-washy about committing to anything. So you, I see that personality trait, just the vagueness and the non-committal. Uh, I, I think that's across the board. People are just people, people don't want to make promises, I guess. Fuck. I mean, I, I same here, man. I mean, you know, Rolling Stones are playing in St. Louis here, the 26 and I'm, I want to go. Right. 
And it's literally, I can't, I mean, it, my buddy knows. It, it just depends because it, it's unpredictable what could happen. You, you know what I mean? But I'm going to try to go. It's probably stupid to go, but I'm going to try to go. I've always, I've never seen the Rolling Stones. Have you ever seen the Rolling Stones, Wes? Uh, no, my parents did. Uh, on their first, we're, we're done, we're done tour, uh, the Tattoo You tour. Oh, fuck. That's uh, back in, that's back in, what was, that was in the 80s? Early 80s. Yeah. Early fucking 80s. Uh, oh, we're done, but we're going to play one more tour, Tattoo You. And uh, this was Rockford, Illinois. They had just built the Metro Center. Okay. And they had this, uh, they're telling, because uh, the Stones were going to be coming to Chicago. But they weren't coming there. So the radio station did this big thing. Hey, we need to get a petition drive. Everybody sign the petition. We want the stones. And it worked. They got the stones to come. And then they did a, uh, everybody who had signed the petition, they they pulled the, the ticket holders. You could only buy two tickets and your name had to be on that petition. Our neighbor's daughter uh, had signed the petition. And I think... Uh, my father paid her $200 a piece for the tickets uh, so he could take my mom. T the tickets were lousy. They were behind the stage. They said the Stones sucked. Yeah, the Go-Go's, the up-and-coming. They're horrible live, the Stones are. They heard the, the Go-Go's open for them, Whoa. and this was before the Go-Go's had any of their yeah. singles out. So they, they did get to watch that. I was actually talking about this last night. Uh, uh, the Stones, they came up. Uh, ZZ Top came up, other great performers in the discussion of why new music sucks, why there aren't the opportunities that, that are out there. Well, new music Let's talk about yeah, new music doesn't suck, but you're right. There's no there's no opportunities like there used to be back in the day. You know what I mean? Back in the day. Well, let's look at let's look at other entertainment driven things. Let's look at professional sports especially when we just saw 58-year-old Holyfield laid out within the first round. It was, why did 58-year-old Evander Holyfield ever get back in the ring? But uh, the, the, when a, a, an athlete, you don't have guys that are hanging on till 70 years old playing the game because it would, you wouldn't have any new blood, nothing would work out. And how many thousand stages each weekend and I don't think thousands is a is a is a odd number. How many are taken up by by freaking Sebastian Box out there playing somewhere? Uh, all these 80, 80s bands and these bands that are easy to capitalize on. Oh, let's let's take advantage of the people with money. And you don't have the opportunities on all these stages because Motley Crue is still playing. Uh, Mandatory retirement at forty five. I see. What Get the saying. old bands out of there. Let them let them play on their own. Let them show up and wave like they do old ball players on the field. But then get off the field and let the new bands come in. And I bet we'd have some great new music available if we did that. Well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say about that fucking music on the thing? Uh, it'll come to me. But it, it's oh, I, I tell you this something funny. Um, you know, I like I said, I've never been to a Rolling Stones concert. Um. But if you want to see like a collection of goofy middle-aged people, Bon Jovi, it's like I saw Bon Jovi in Dallas and it, did, it, it looked like the set of Jersey Shore, Texas style, man. It was Ed Hardy shirts. It was just, it, it just the weird, everybody had the same, 
it was like middle-aged guys at the, at the, this era had the same kind of way of expressing midlife crisis, man. They'd get the Ed Hardy shirt and the same tribal tattoo, same one, you know, <laughs> and, and this is before the hipster beard and shit, but that, and, and you know, dude, that bunch, it was just like, holy shit, man. It was like the set of middle-aged Jersey shore. It, uh, <laughs> I, now I always, I've always wanted to see a Bruce Springsteen show. I've never seen that. I heard those are great shows. Um, the Rolling Stones, quite frankly, I know they, they suck live and, and all that, but you know, it's just, I grew up with them. I, it's just something I want to, you know, put on the bucket list. Like I saw BB King at a casino, you know, um, in, you know, a couple years before he passed away, a lot of the casinos in Oklahoma were getting pretty big name acts. BB King came through all the time and I was able to see, and that was an incredible show, you know? So um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with this dude, Al Dimioli is a flamenco guitar player. Um, he's, he's got a tour out, but you know, I've even noticed bands are not, they're doing tours very close to their home. Like his tour is just in this radius. You, you know what I mean? And I, I, I don't, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of people go outside regions right now. Hopefully that will change here in the next couple of years, but you're right. It's hard to make it in music. It's, I mean, you know, people don't, people don't pay for it. So, um, in a traditional sense, so, you know, there's got to be real creative, but it's once again, you know, you have to be a business person in addition to a musician. Most musicians just want to fucking make music and not worry about that shit. You know what I mean? But the environment's real calm. And I'm sure there's, look, there's smart people out there that probably figured out how to make, and, and there are, you know, weren't ringtones the fucking thing at one time? I don't know. If that's still the deal. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ring, ringtones were the thing. And that, and that's, and it's, it's understandable that it happens that way, but it was, it was in the context of new music sucks. There's no good new music that I hear the same complaint and people uh, making their post, oh, they'll never make music like this again. And, and I just, I think it's, it's one of those, well, there's very, very little opportunity. It, you know, an actress gets to a certain age. They don't cast her in the same roles. They don't pull those same people. And, and you end up getting new blood in all different areas of entertainment with sports and with acting and other stuff. But music, they hang on to the end. And, and I'm joking when I say 45, you're done. Get off the fucking stage. Open it up for new blood. You've had your twenty years or whatever. Uh, you know, it's it. Your time has passed, and that's that's crude. I know everybody wants to hear them. I saw uh, uh, and hey, uh, only crazy lady. Yeah, hello, good morning. I saw the comment about no, let the new bands open up for them. And I understand everybody wants the nostalgia. They want to see ZZ Top. They want to see the Stones. They want, but it's. I think it is one reason why you don't have the influx of new blood because there's how many thousand stages each week that should have someone new on it, but well, well we could keep making money off these guys. Let's throw them. They're going to, they're going to fill the stages with who sells. I'm going to throw it right back on the people. They, they, they're going to sell who, you know, it's business. It, that's fuck it. If the stones are fucking whoever, if this is America, whoever can sell the most tickets, that's what I'm for. So my response would be, that we all have a responsibility, you know, uh, you know, and that means that, you know, if there's a, a band you dig and they have a tip jar, fucking tip them, you know, or, uh, you know, try to, if you can 
pay for music you, you know i purchase it from a streaming you know in it, it, however you do it you know be it amazon music or whatever you know don't do a napster thing um and this you know i, I i'm with you wes but you know it's like i'm also I, I think but every generation says the same thing you know this this music sucks so th this generation now that that's that's listening to whatever's pop music now 30 years from now is going to be bitching about who what the, the crap they're listening to but it is it's anything creative like i think the next major fucking creative field that's going to take a hit is professional actors i think they're going to take a serious hit um just because movies aren't going to be made at the scale this grand scale so it's going to be a little bit different earning model and there's so many alternatives and there's so much great talent you know, of people just throwing up shit on YouTube or wherever for TikTok, whatever. There's a lot of talented people. There's a lot of content, you know, quote for free. I just think acting and, and people can make a movie at home with the technology. It's more and more and more. I mean, you could almost, almost like studio quality special effects probably can, if you really knew what you're doing. Right. Um, but and so I, I just I think acting actors uh, act you know the acting field as we know it I think uh, maybe I'm wrong but I just I just think that's going to just get decimated man you know uh, I it it and it's been moving along that way uh, you know with the ability to view stuff coming at home has uh, just continued to kick into the going back going out to the theaters to watch it so box offices are not are not the thing that they were before. And we see in the music in the movie industry, they're not, they're not trying to do cinema. They're just finding, hey, we've got this franchise, this Marvel thing. They're, they're doing Let's business. Bastard. Yeah. Yeah. They're just doing business. They're bastardizing the hell. And you're right, it is, especially with that Unreal Engine that's been released now. You can put out, you, you don't have to have these deep pockets to be able to put together something uh something compelling and professional the cameras that are available uh inexpensive now may open it up to so many and with everybody creating uh we could definitely see i i i saw the the cameo what what are your thoughts on these where these uh okay we're out of work and we can't do our shows now we've got cameo I, hey I, i'll say I, happy I'm birthday cool to it. your friend I, I wanted to i didn't you know i didn't want to spend the money but i wanted to get one from tyson you know, I, I you know, if, they, if people are going to pay for it, fuck it. You know, um, I, I, I think we'll see a lot more of that because I just, you know, I, do, I don't think it's like any other, you know, all industries, this is just business. All industries die. Tech, new technology comes in and makes, makes something a buggy whip company. At one time, a buggy whip company was a thriving business and it's hard to believe you know, it was, you know, if you said this about music 30 years ago, you know, ah, you're full of shit. There are no way will bands like Zeppelin not be able to make a living. Okay. You know, and so um, I'm here to say the same thing you're seeing in music, I think is going to happen to acting. Yep. You, you know, you could yep. have like Brad Pitt caliber, you know, whatever the right De Niro caliber fucking actors kind of sitting next to you at the neighborhood bar on open mic night where they can do spoken word. You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm not saying that's good, but I'm saying if I was an actor, I would check my humility right now is what I would do because I just, I think economically, you know, and I'm not saying you're arrogant. I would, I would just say, you know, be grounded right now, be focused on what's real because 
you, you know, all these fields. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong, but like news, I mean, like newscasters, journalism, I mean, it's oh. all, all these fields. There's really, there's not, I, I live next to a weatherman in Twin Falls, Idaho, right? Who was on TV. And this was in 90, I'm fucking my old. This is like in the nine, 92 to 94 era. And holy shit, they didn't pay him dick, dude. He wasn't making dick. As, and this was in the 90s and he was on TV. And granted, Twin Falls is a small market, but I, I mean, you know, I mean, it was like horrible. I mean, less like less than minimum wage. Seriously, it was like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and you know, so I, you know, I, I don't know, you know, like I said, I just, I really do think acting and movies that that's the next big fucking, and maybe it's already happened, you know, um, books, you think print books, I mean, everything, I think audible, I mean, audio books are becoming more the norm. Um, uh, uh, I don't, I know they're being more accepted and people are using them more, right. uh, especially because now you, you get it the same where, where you can get your Kindle. Right. My my mother's an avid reader. I don't know how many books uh, a week she reads, but she did uh, uh, several years ago make the switch to the Kindle. And so now she just has this whole library of things at, at her fingertips and doesn't doesn't necessarily need another book on the shelf. And I I, I believe the same thing. And they, you can have all the music you want just right in your pocket. You don't have to have a, a different record or tape or CD, however they, you know, went along there. But uh, it's technology is is going to change all these areas. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, uh, I'm wondering if professional sports, we're going to see the same kind of thing. Uh, are they uh, falling out of favor? And are we going to see a uh, it's not because right now everything's just huge, big business elevated. Uh, and a lot of that, a lot of that is not the U.S. market. Uh, uh, we have a lot going on in, in markets that didn't, didn't have that sporting event there until, right. uh, not too long ago, China, the NBA in China, it was yeah. interesting to see how the NBA had to respond to the criticisms that because someone had spoken out about China and, and the, the South Park did an episode about it. Fuck China. Uh, you know, just take the shots at him and everything, but we're, we're kowtowing to, to a different market of over a billion people, you know, cause we're, we're, what are we? 4% of the population of the planet. I mean, we're, we're really pissed. We, we don't matter that much. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what other, what other areas. This, that, that this is told. what, uh, this is what South Park said. Uh, I, cause I, 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 I love these guys. Uh, uh, this is uh, an official apology to China from Trey Parker and Matt Stone, like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We too love money more than freedom and democracy. Z doesn't look like Winnie the Pooh at all. Tune into our 300th episode. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, man. Um, I, I, it's all changing. I think the, I think the rate, I don't know, but I, I you know, you know, I think ratings might be down with NFL, but who knows? Uh, who knows? But you, it's all on the table because, you know, it's it's all really different now. You know, it's just different. Like dating's different. Like the the fucking hybrid dating we were talking about, you know, where you can do your Zoom, which I guarantee it. 
is that getting Zoom is going to it's going to be equivalent of getting laid now. I don't Zoom on the first time we meet. We don't, you know, I really need to get it's I guarantee it, dude. I guarantee it. And like I joke, it's be man. I got some Zoom last night. I'm going to be in a little late. You know, that was fucking crazy time on Zoom. It was wild. Guaranteed. Yeah, the future. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I hey, I embrace it. I embrace it all. Hey, we've been talking now. We've been texting fucking for three weeks now. I'm ready to take it to the next level and Zoom. Maybe one day we can Netflix and chill. Oh, I, I'm going to I wonder, though. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, though, because those those things can lead to something. The, the trade-off of being able to, uh, if you will, peruse the bar. I know, uh, how, lazy the analogy we, to, I know how lazy we become. It feeds we, into the service will come to me. I don't have to fucking take any fucking action but sit and click on something. And that's the problem is it's this is not amazon fucking prime but it, trust me i just know i you know i know how lazy we inherently are and not lazy and but it i, I think COVID's given everybody social anxiety even if you didn't have it you have it now you you know and uh just this whole fucking bullshit. who wants to interact with it so fuck yeah i mean like I said, my experiences, I, I could never find anybody willing to fucking travel five miles my direction. It was always good God. And maybe, maybe that's just my experience, but I find that people don't, me included, <laughs> you, you know, it's like, it's pretty selfish, but yeah, it'd be great to date. They kind of will just smoke weed on the back porch and call it a night, man. I don't have to really get go and deal with all that. That'd be perfect, but that doesn't represent reality. You know what I mean? No, but that's what this I, yeah, is going to be into. It, it's it's where we're headed. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it it's we're in the transition. That's the thing we're talking about. We're talking about a lot of things that we're we're not at the end game yet. And really, if there is no end game because get, things continue to grow, we're just we're just bitching about the growth. We're Sh just bitching about the changes. Sorry, I I, I just I just want to do some shout outs. Leather nips. Big shout out to Leather Nips, man. Welcome, Leather Nips. We have uh, OJ28, Troncad, Exit, whatever, Jill, Leather Nips. Hello, Leather Nips. 100-yard chemist, man. Nadia, Radio Parless, Howard, and Wes. I just wanted that, that name shout, that, that, that screen name jumped out at me. I, I, and it just caught my eye, and I just wanted to say, hey, good morning. Happy Tuesday, Leather Nips. Welcome to the Art of Floundering Podcast. For those of you tuning in for the first time, you might be going, what is this podcast about? It's fluid. It's it just, it is what it's about. Sometimes we do this. Sometimes I do interviews. I've got puppet shows. But today we're, we're having a, just a nice chat about, you know, our, we're old, so we think we know it all. And, and so we're fucking predicting the future. Basically, we're talking out of our ass because the truth is, and I'll speak for me, uh, I've been smoking weed for the past hour. So everything that I'm saying is through the reference of an impending fucking marijuana trip. So, um, Wes, uh, are, do you have anything you want to share with the kids about your hemp usage? 
I, I, I too, uh, he, I too have been smoking for the past hour and I am old talking out my ass. Yeah. So yes, uh, uh, that's you've, you've come into the, we found that we didn't get enough viewers when we just wrote it as old and talking out our ass and stuff. We got to do clickbait peace and love, you know, that, that works. We got to have clickbait out there and, uh, uh, you know, gotta have that for the kids. I'm I'm sitting there watching Jesus and Spanky. Uh, so oh just, yeah, yeah. Do you, you know, like that? Oh, oh for, was, anyway, if you guys are curious, we're uh, today we're streaming. Thank you, Wes. Real quick, this reminds me. Hang tight. We're streaming the Twitter, uh, Facebook, and instead of YouTube, I'm I'm streaming to my Twitch channel. But I'm not going to get on a big rant. But I think people on Twitch are fucking posers, man. Because all they are is sitting there acting like they're edgy and radical with their gaming punk rock bullshit. And basically, they're just Bezos little fucking data bitches. So, Twitch, you guys are a bunch of fucking posers. I'm, but I'm streaming because I'm trying to rescue you. We'll, we'll, we'll preach the doctrine of hemp later, man. I love you unconditionally, but you need to, like, get with it so I can show, share you that unconditional love, man. Gosh darn it. If you just follow my rules, I'd be able to give you some of that unconditional love. But golly, anyway, <laughs> don't you love how that works? I do love. Don't that. you love how that love works? That. I'm gonna. I love you unconditionally, but you better fucking follow my rules, or I'm gonna make you burn forever. Yeah, I, 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 I've always enjoyed that. Uh, point pointing that out, you know, it's like, and I always, I always like the. I, I, I used to get this at work all the time. This is, this is really. Um, this is a sign that you're uh, being fucking placated, blown off. Uh, you're not looking at it the right way. I, I always love that. You're not basically get prepare yourself. I'm going to fucking read fucking define terms and fucking do some apologetics in your head. And, you know, go. We're going to go in through the outdoor when we're done with this shit, man. We're going to do a number on your head. So. Yeah, my brother, uh, when he was when he first gave up on religion, because uh, he had a he had a son, uh, autistic son. Uh, he has a lot of challenges dealing with his autistic son, and his wife was not religious, but he had turned to religion when this had happened. Yeah. And uh, but he wasn't feeling it. He wasn't feeling it, and he went and talked to him right. and said, "I, you know, I'm I'm not. I'm just. I don't feel closer. I'm not feeling this or that." And they said, "Well, you." You just don't believe enough. Uh, and and he sat there and, and he's because he tried asking questions and he right. was just blown off. And uh, and then so he gave up on that. But now but now there's there's reincarnation. Uh, those voids, those spiritual voids with his new wife, uh, they have gone in new directions, new eastern directions. There's chi, there's other things. Mm -hmm. And I have to look at him with a straight face as he tells me a lot of things. And I just, I, I, I feel bad because uh, he, he does face certain challenges that I don't. Hey, he's a searcher, and, uh, man. They're, 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 they're seekers, man. That, that, that uh, they like doing that. There's, you know, we need those, you know, I was going to say, I had a guy at work pull this shit where you, you, this, this was along the same lines where, you know, it was, a you know, one of those corporate situations. Hey, we're going to bring out the vice president. Like, hey, let me try to take some questions. You know, I care about you. And, and somebody brought up this monumental fucking failure, this ridiculous fucking product that was a, 
you know, how do we, and, and, and the guy, the fucking answer was, you're not looking at it right. He goes, we, <laughs> it's not a failure. Now we know what not to do. I mean, this guy was spinning because this was like a million dollar boondoggle. I mean, I mean, just a boondoggle. And it was like, you know, instead of acknowledging the failure, you're not looking at it right. We didn't fail. We know what not to do now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, but don't we don't. Don't each of us on an individual level I, always do the same. Yeah, oh, I yeah. fucked up, but I learned. Yeah. I learned from that fuck up. That's that. <laughs> like, so that's, hey, that's a sign of growth. There's it, some yeah, honesty yeah, there. We know true. what not to do. <laughs> All right, man. We're one hour into the show, dude. So uh, we normally play a song. Do you need a break, Wes? You want to keep going? What do you want to do? Uh, I don't need a break or All anything. Right. We'll, uh, we'll uh, just we're gonna motor through. No music break, man. We're just motoring, man. We're just. Why don't we? Uh, since we're at the one hour point, we haven't even done any fucking shameless fucking self promotion about our fucking empires. Wes, would you like to share what's happening this week, please? Uh, the empires. I love that oh, term. I'm just fucking. Uh, it's a week. That was. Uh, no, the uh, this Saturday night, Saturday night. If you're if you're home, if you're home looking for something to do, uh, along with Will Dick at the Art of Floundering podcast, we're going to have our movie night over on Stream Surf with Wes and Jess uh, on Facebook and on YouTube, uh, as well as we'll have it uh, playing on We Enjoy Every Day the cartoon series. Uh, it's the acronym Weed uh, Weed Cartoon on Facebook. Uh, we're going to have that at 11 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I'll have, well, I don't want to make promises because I've had such, I've had two shitty weeks. But my goal is to have some new stuff for people to see. And I know we are going to see the next episode of The Amazing Slacker from the Art of Floundering podcast. If you haven't seen one of those episodes yet, I highly recommend it. And by highly, I mean, Get yourself a buzz before watching it because you're going to enjoy it a whole lot more. Uh, very, very 420 friendly. Uh, it's puppets. There's, uh, I, I got to say a couple things about it. The stories, he's actually got great stories and, uh, and character arcs uh, on so many characters going through that show. And, the, uh, and each show has had more action and more love scenes injected into each episode as it's gone along. So uh, uh, give it a view. Uh, join us uh, Saturday night if you, like I say, unless you've got a social life, unless you're outside doing something. If you're like one of us and you're at home and you're finding something to do, come on in, join into the, you know, make some jokes in the comments. We're, we're running it live and everything, and we're just there to have fun. So uh, you'll have a good time with it. And if you haven't seen, uh, and after seeing it, go back through because episodes one through 10 are available right now out on the Art of Floundering podcast on uh, YouTube. Check out episodes one through 10. Uh, there'll be kind of a recap, I know, at the beginning of the next episode, but definitely worth watching. Uh, so join us. Thank you. As, as far as the episode I've got planned, I'll say this. Um, I, I, I'm going to, there's going to be a ballet sequence. In, in the upcoming episode, I've got a ballerina puppet and I worked on a stage and different dance moves and I've got something all worked out. So 
I'm not saying that the ballerina will be in a love scene, but there's a high probability um, that when we talk about trying to do something different, I each each one of my puppet shows so far has had a love scene in it, and uh, some some have said they're pornographic, and I said you just don't understand art. Um, but I'm going to try to really really do something fun and different with this ballerina puppet so anyway um i don't know what i don't know i haven't started but i just uh, yesterday i did a lot of uh like create uh just work and so i i did some different designs and stuff like that and just kind of smoked weed and just took a day off from that but so this afternoon we'll see where we go but i'm very much looking forward to saturday guys i i hope you tune in and thanks for all of last week that was really peachy keen man um i really appreciate uh, people uh fucking interacting and once again we probably covered it but w what we want to do is like fucking you know running across other people that are into like it doesn't look we're, you watch this we're not putting on fucking war and peace this is like i i smoke weed and turn the camera on just i mean it's fun so if it's like you know whatever man just be a part of it maybe maybe one of these nights will also because we're starting to get more people it might be a good night to watch when ricky gets caught again or some of those old classics man we showed a movie where young ricky's mom walked in while he was masturbating and it walked you through the proper response and that might be something to share again i don't know but it's a lot of fun and we we hope to see you guys again <laughs> it's, it was it was uh, and we got we got hit by that and that was something from the national the 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 library of yeah. congress and we got we got hit for showing it and i think it was because i took the video and scrubbed back and forth during the time just to get a little more motion out of those uh out of the covers i think it was it was my own fault because they showed little ricky he's covered with his cover but there was just a little movement and i went back and forth that was the time that we actually you, you got never, hit like i it, said so. you never know like I, i've got you know i i you know i told you i i tried to put a couple of my puppet videos on TikTok, and they were taken down for community standard violations one was one wasn't and the one that was taken down is the one that I would put censored on as a joke over the puppets, right? The one that was left up, it's it simulated everything, you know. I mean, puppet wise, I nah. mean these are these are you know these puppets are not anatomically correct puppets, so you know they're they're basically smoothies going at it. You know what I mean? Now was was the one that got taken down? Was it the one that had that image of that engorged penis on it? That was not not your standard flaccid with the uh, uh, with the the sack. Didn't show a urethra. It was supposed oh, to be a oh, diagram. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's There's. That. I'm sorry. That was reason. Yeah, because I have a. That I have was a. a I, I have a that scene was where a dick. That a wasn't sex any scientific drawing. That was that was a you that was a so, drawing you know of so an engorged penis. That when was... I when I grabbed that picture from the internet, I didn't even that the thought didn't even occur to me. That's how fucked up I am. I'm like Robert De Niro taking uh taking a civil shepherd to that porno flick and and taxi driver and and she's like what the fucking hell is this? Well, I just thought, you know, hey, it's a good movie. I, I bought you chiclets, you know. I it, <laughs> I don't know. 
it was it was classic you i i loved it you showed it up there and you're like I don't know. They they said this was wrong. Yeah, and I and honestly didn't see it until this. you pointed it out. I, that's how fucked up <laughs> I am because I didn't see it. I'm like, I, that's fucking bad, man. I don't want to be one of those guys. <laughs> hey, man, I, I you know what's wrong with the scat videos I posted? You guys, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. You, you know what I mean? Oblivious that scat's inappropriate, but you know, like, hey, hey, man, I'm gonna go to the bingo and we're gonna show home movies. Oh, cool. Hang on, I got some. Cool. I think the pastor will love it. <laughs> yes. It was so so bad. It was there's no because it's used as a used as a medical diagram in a in a school. Uh, yeah. uh here's here's yeah, the, the male, male anatomy. System. <laughs> and, and it didn't say here's the male anatomy in a highly aroused state. Uh, without any yeah. of the internal mechanisms shown. There's fucking <laughs> censors over at TikTok, man, getting away of my personal liberties, man. Mother, I tell you what, right now, this here's America. And if I want to have if I want to have a heart on on my goddamn live stream, this here's America. And I should be able to do that. <laughs> now would would those bitches over at Twitch would they allow it or would they bring it down too? I don't know enough about the Twitch. I, you know, I and don't you say know. we're running on the Twitch. Yeah, but right nobody, now, I, so. I, I, nobody, I mean, it twitches. I mean, it's, it's, there's stuff that thrives on there, but it really is. It's, you know, it's gamers, man. You know, like we're talking <laughs> about, I mean, I mean, and it's, if you want to watch people streaming gaming or stream gaming, Twitch, I think is the, supposed to be the place that, you know, the, the gold standard of that. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not a I'm not a guy that watches video games. I appreciate them. Yeah. Because it's the, the technology that's come about to allow for you know so much creation. Yeah, uh, but they got uh, they gotta start making stoner fucking video games, man. I mean, these games are way too fucking fast to embrace weed culture. There really needs to be a fucking you know, there needs to be like an option, like if you're playing one of these 3D, these fucking first person shooters, like stoner mode, where it's literally the fucking gun fires and you got like five minutes to figure out what you got to do. You know, are you ready yet, dude? Hold on, man. <laughs> but they really, do, I mean, there's got to be stoner mode or a, a stoner game that's just slower. That's I, I, I like the slower games because I can't, I'm too high. I the fucking have that kind of reaction time you know what i mean and what you're describing was randy marsh on the episode where he's sitting in his underwear playing chase the dragon oh uh because he's all on drugs and and it's just a dragon that you're kind of slowly going behind you almost got me come on you almost got me and it's one of those kind of stoner type feels and everything uh, yeah i i'm a is it sudoku sudoku uh that's oh yeah that's uh, the only thing that I do anymore is just, do you, do you remember, if, I've got, uh, if I, do you remember leisure suit, Larry? Oh yes. Yeah. I don't oh, know if anybody fuck, ever yes. remembers that leisure suit. Larry was a, uh, you know, late eighties, early nineties series. It was Sierra, I think was a company, but leisure suit, Larry in the lounge in the land of the lounge lizards, man. It was like an old DOS game, man. It was fun. You just basically try to get Larry laid, you know, but they didn't really shit. Well, I mean, it wasn't like you would think. It was humorous stuff. You know, it was tongue-in-cheek humor. It wasn't like, you know, it, I thought it was very well done. Leisure Suit Larry. I thought it was fun, you know. I loved it. Uh, those DOS based, but they had graphics. They added a lot of graphics they, into there, it. There were good stuff, graphics so. in Leisure. I mean, for the time. And 
I don't know if they, they still may have stuff. Fuck, I don't know. I've been so out of it. But that was a fun game. The other fun game from that era, as I've told people about, it's called Shadow President. And the premise was you're, pre- you're, you're two years into your term and you've got a 50% approval rating and you just have to manage the country for the next two years and get over a 50% approval rating. I would do things like immediately nuke Canada day one in office. And, you know, the fucking system's like my whole cabinet's fucking resigned. I'm like, fuck that, man. You want to resign? Then I'm nuking fucking Europe. I mean, I just went fucking nuts, man. I mean, I, I was like assassinated within like the first week or something. I was just like a, just a tyrant, man. Oh, let's do it. Let's do this thing. You know, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. That, uh, Howard says that you can get Leisure Suit Larry out on good old games. It's a digital game seller. I, I was wondering because I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, they'll have old emulators. They'll have emulator programs so that you can play a lot of old DOS games. I've seen those online. Uh, there's, it's the nostalgia. It's the equivalent of going to see the Rolling Stones. Okay, I'm going you know, to have to Google some, uh, some slang. Howard says, Twitch won't allow ducks. But if you try to do a hot tub stream, you may get away with it. Uh, is, uh, is duck slang for like bird? What? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, or is it because the, the D and the F are one letter away on the, mm. on the, uh, ah, on the keyboard? Ah, ah. see, I, ah, you're so smart. See how see oh, kids don't smoke. Weed. No, I was I was wrong. It's because the U and the I are one key away. It ah. was actually dicks. Ah, got <laughs> it, got it, got it. They won't allow. Okay. Hey, speaking of which, a public service announcement. Look, if you have kids, now's a good time that you know, if you have pet names for your fucking, you know, special purposes. You know, also make sure your kids know like the real terms, man. Because I was like 13 before I stopped calling my penis a bird. I mean, I was like, fucking sound like Sinatra, man. Hey, hey, man, how's your bird flying today? Hey, Dean. But, you know, I just, I, fuck, dude. I mean, and then the other thing was a hard on was a horny. So, I mean, fucking teach the right terms. Don't do this to your kids, man. Don't put them out in the world where they're calling a hard on a horny and their penis a bird. That's a, that's a bad space. That's a, that's a, that's a big hole to dig to come out of. Luckily, I kind of intuitively picked up that I was really off and I didn't really expose myself too much, except in the doctor's office when he asked me about bowel movements and penis. And I was like, what, huh? You mean shit and bird? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I, oh, I've got a scary story there, but I'm not going to go into uh, the, uh, yeah. And, and, and teach your kids the right uh, terminology and something that doesn't get covered. Teach your children how to use expletives, teach yeah. your children how to swear properly. If they and, don't know how to mean. use the words, how are they going to, how are they going to survive in a society like this? You, you've got to teach them, you know, the proper usage of language. I, I just don't get it. But I, 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 I also think it's, I mean, I always like to know the origins of cuss words, the origins of slang. It's just fascinating, you know? And um, so, yeah, I mean, I, it's so weird cussing because um, I do it a lot, but I know how to shut it off. You know what I mean? 
Um, thank fucking God, you know, because I, I mean, this there, there, there are situations where you don't like at a funeral. Hey, fuck, what's going? You know, like at a funeral, right? You don't want to say, hey, what's fucking going on? How are you fucking? You, you, you know what I mean? It's probably not a time to drop an f bomb. So, you, you know, it's good to be able to have that ability. But having said that, you know, if you haven't heard these words, I mean, uh, there's there's something to be said for being too sheltered, you, you know, um, and and then growing up and not not understanding the the the, the world that you're getting ready to go into. You, you know what I mean? And you're right, Wes. I mean, I think understanding what bad words are or cuss words, what they mean, how to use them if you're going to use them. You, you know what I mean? It, and it could be a grammar lesson. Is it a verb or an adverb? You know, and you could kind of work <laughs> it in. You could, you could do, you could uh, diagram a sentence with cuss words. It, you know, just throwing it out there, man. You know? For, for those of us that are homeschooling our kids, mm -hmm. for those of us, that's uh, it's important. Yesterday, I was I was quite proud. Uh, my daughter, uh, something was said. There was mail that came to me from New York and, and someone asked, oh, who is it, you know, in New York? And it was just junk mail. But I said, oh, I there's a lot about me. You you none of you know, I, I have a whole nother life. And uh, I was laying on the couch at the time when I said this and my nine year old daughter, she says, you're, you're a lazy fat bitch. How is it you have another life? And I just, I just fucking died. I was just, Oh, I love you so much right now. I am so moment, proud of man. you. That was you, you, you understand, you, you understand and you get it. Do me a favor. If, and everybody listen and follow me on this. They used to do these. They still do. Uh, family, a message from the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Would it be really cool is you kind of like play that out, you know, and where you're laying on, but you kind of see these were like, hi, Ned. Hi, Todd. What you doing, Ned? I'm on top of the world. And he's playing ball with his kid, you know? And then one day after all these interactions, his son runs off and he goes, where's Timmy going? He's playing with Ned. Ned's fun. Ah, oh, family, a message from the church. You know, it could be something like that. <laughs> and when she drops that, you'd be like, Quality time with family, a message from, and just whatever. I just think it'd be really cool, dude. That would be cool We've, for Saturday, man. I have, oh, if we needed, uh, if we needed, uh, especially little kids and language, the six-year-old, the six-year-old, uh, we're watching, uh, we're watching Star Trek, one of the Star Trek movies the other day. Uh, right. uh, uh, First contact, first contact that's got Picard and the rest of them in it because they've they were just about done with uh, the next generation series, so they know the characters. And she's sitting on the couch and they're watching it, and she was kind of tired of watching it. She, it was a long movie. She, oh, I don't need this. And so I hear her muttering under her breath, "Oh, this is bullshit. Oh, this is just bullshit." And I, I said, "What do you, what do you say?" Well, this is bullshit. What's going on here? And I, oh, okay, and. Uh, Oh, oh, it's fucking bullshit. And I said, no, now you're just doing it too much. You need to learn when to apply these words. And oh, OK, OK, because she is trying to use them, but uh, get them into that. Uh, yeah, both my children, I, I told them swearing is wrong in public unless you know how to do it. It's an art form. Right. Uh, that's that's when it's OK. Well, it's kind of like one of those things where. Like. I don't ever want to fight. I, I avoid them at all costs, but you know, I think 
yeah, I'm glad I know how to defend myself kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but I, I, you know, even even in my young bar days, man, and, and I don't know why guys do this. There's this the kind of person that just wants to fight, and that's a good time. I don't know if you ever ran across this type of person. I'd run across him in the military. I never understood this mentality, right? But I'd have gone, I'll kick your ass. I'm like, and I would just go, you're right, you would. You win the fight, you know? I, I, would, just, I would just like whatever it took to not fight. It, to include looking very weak, I just like not, I just not worth it. You, you know what I mean? But I just never understood that. But you know, I'm just glad I know how to defend myself if it did come to that. You, you know what I mean? So to your point with cussing, you, you know, I, I'm glad. You know, it's not something you want to do in certain environments, but you're glad you know how to do it because there are times when it could be used to effectively communicate a point. It really can. It it, it can. Uh, now the fighting, I. And I wonder, because uh, I've I've had to look at it in my own life uh, early on in life. Uh, well, early teens and when life was uh, was not going ideal. And and I I didn't think to myself that, you know, I'm not even going to live a couple more years. Just everything's going shit. And uh, I had a couple friends and that was our thing. We would go out and. We'd end up getting in fights and half of them uh, never should have even done it because we're getting our asses kicked. Uh, I've taken some horrible beatings and I know, I know it was almost just a, uh, it was just something because everything else sucks. It sucks. It's like an escape. It was almost like a drug. Uh, It was some sort of coping mechanism. It was fucked up. It was fucked up. And I, I went through a period of time like that. And now, I don't, I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. I just want, I just want peace. I just want to get out. This was, this was though, back when I was drinking Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, I had not embraced uh, the hemp plant. You know, I had not, not come across to the understanding of what it does for you. So uh, I, I don't know. It was, it was some sort of uh fucked up uh, thing from my childhood that caused me to go in that direction, uh, to be honest. Well, I think, I mean, I, you know, I, as a kid, I wrestled and I boxed and I think, you know, you get your ass kicked a couple of times and I just, you know, I was just always like, you know, there's always somebody out there, no matter how tough you think you are, it could just make your life miserable. And I'm like, it's just not worth the pain. It's just not worth it. You know? So I'd, I'd much rather just fucking be called wuss, whatever, and just fucking whatever I got to do to get out of the situation. Unless you get, you know, there's no choice. But I, I've never, I've always been able to find a way to get, it's not, a, like I said, that we're talking ancient history now. Like I was telling Wes, I'm old. No one fucks with old people. They just go, that guy's close to death, man. Leave him alone. They, they don't fuck with you. It's great, you know. Here, here in uh, parts unknown Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, they just shoot, shoot at each other. Uh, uh, that voice, man. Multiple, multiple times uh, within the last two weeks, there was a uh, a couple of brothers got in a fight, just probably a couple miles from here. One shot the other one in the in the stomach, and then he took off in mom's car. Uh, you know that was I don't know that they found him yet. One night I'm sitting here working, and uh, I hear gunfire, and I I used to own an AK, so I recognized. Geez, that that's somebody uh, uh, popping off an AK, and then I heard it about ten minutes later, and and uh, I hear in the news on uh, a couple days later after the weekend, some guy had gotten beaten up at a card uh, uh, a card game. They were playing poker, 
And he went out to his car. He drove off, got his gun, drove by the house shooting at it once, and then drove by back again uh, another time shooting at it. And this is out in the country. This was a trailer. Right. This is, uh, uh, you know, just out in the middle of next to a uh, next to a field full of cows. Right. That's that's where this is happening. So it's not inner city drive bys. This is out uh, in the uneducated country drive by. So it happens all over. It happens all over. Yeah, I was reading this book. Speaking of reading uh, American math and, you know, and it's it. it Illinois is one of the states that, that got ravaged, Idaho. And it's it seems to be that, and I, Wes, I don't know if, if this is your experience out there, but it seems to be the real rural parts of the country are, are susceptible to fucking having a problem with math. You, you know, it's like, like, like these farming communities or whatever, right? Is, is that, the, it, it was that, I, once again, talking out of my ass here, guys, but it, it felt that way in Oklahoma, you know, that the, the more rural, I, I, I can't pronounce that word and I apologize, but the more out there you were, the more dangerous it was because it was like, you, 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 you know, you'd have major gang activity going on, you know, meth related, uh, going on in these podunk fucking country fight fucking towns, man, you know, um, what, what, what's your, I mean, observations from where you're at with that kind of drug? Exact same thing. And I'm in, I'm in the area of the country where you've got the corrupt good old boy sheriffs. Uh, yeah. there, there was one that got busted dealing, uh, dealing all the drugs over just on the other side of Corbin. Uh, we, we end up having those and it is, I saw it go through meth, but then, uh, meth got quickly replaced with the, uh, the Oxycontins. Uh, and uh, the prescription drugs, the yeah. all of the opiates that, uh, and our our county is ravaged by it. Uh, we've just got, I've got relatives that that are hooked on these things, yeah, and uh, and this is as country as it gets. I mean, it you know we the big city is Lexington of just two hundred something thousand. I mean, they're right. a, an hour away. There ain't shit going on around here, but they're all doing. Uh, they're all doing pills now. They were, you know, you had half of them doing meth and it was a country because uh, I'm, I guess I'll try to say it rural. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you know, it, it is a problem out there, not in the cities. I, it's interesting to hear. And now it's a tragedy. And I love, I love watching Dave Chappelle talk about it. How, oh, so yeah, yeah. Now it's a tragedy. Now it's a healthcare thing. Back in the eighties, it was just all, all those worthless crack addicts. Right. Now, I'm sorry. I don't care. You know, you didn't care then. I don't care now uh, was his, his thing, but it is a, uh, it is kind of a universal in that last year we had the most overdoses, uh, and, uh, and heroin. How the fuck is that? How the fuck is that coming back? Because how the fuck I'll is tell heroin, you why uh, it's the same reason I went to it is when you get addicted to the pills and the doctor cuts you off the street price for pills is ridiculous compared to the street price of heroin. It's no not shit. Y'all, fuck yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, uh, uh, you know, pill. It, it depends, but a pill could run you forty bucks for one pill, right? And I'm trying to put things in context. And if you're a user, fuck, dude, I was just fucking twenty, forty pills a day. I just can't. It's insidious that fucking thing. You know, um, 
and you you know in a way a lot you're right there's i think the data at one at one time or something i saw read it was somewhere in the in the 200s a day was the average death from opiate overdose at, at the time and it's like watching a plane crash every day on the news man you turn on the news it's a major plane crash and so um you know, we talked about this before. It's a two-sided problem because then you got the other people that really need the shit that you can't. So it's a complicated fucking issue, but it's that fucking. It yeah, a lot of people got caught up in in opiates, you know, and and yeah, you're right. It did change a lot of people's opinions because I don't care. I don't care what it is, man. I mean, you know, it's drugs. Some of these drugs are really good, and and so I mean. You know, there's a reason why people get fucking strung out because they hit your brain really good. So let's get better educated out there because had I been better educated with weed, it, it, this would have never happened with me. You, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That uh, I've, I'd seen my own failings when it came to my addictive nature as I sit here and take a drag off a cigarette. Uh, I saw my own failings and I knew luckily uh, the opiates. Uh, when I when I would have uh, some sort of oral surgery or something along those lines, I I can't tolerate them uh, stomach wise. Right. Uh, and I guess that's made me fortunate because I, I I didn't head down that path. Alcohol was always my oh, I'm abusing this right. until I finally uh, finally realized, hey, the thing that works for me, the thing that I wake up the next day feeling fine, the thing I can do and function and work and 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 think on higher levels is weed. So, uh, uh, I wish, I wish there was more openness with that. I, at least I, I think we're finally to the point where we're gonna, because most of these drug laws have, have racist, uh, racist origins, uh, to hold down certain segments of our population. And I think now we're at least starting to rethink this and we're not treating people who are addicts and who have problems as criminals. Right. And and that's what we need to have uh, happen in this country. So people can get help so we can take away the criminal element on those. So the people that need those drugs for legitimate reasons can have them without it being a criminal element type of thing. Uh, all that all that needs to get reformed. And hopefully we're actually doing it now. I, I will say this since I brought up that bullshit um, there, you know, the there's something called medically assisted fucking treatment, which I, if you're, if you have an opiate issue, I'm telling you fucking it's the only way in my opinion. I mean, go, go to fucking NA and sit in those fucking meetings. But, um, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is, you know, once I learned about that and that I don't have to fucking struggle to come off with the painful withdrawals and shit, you know, when I went through my spinal injury, I mean, which required revisiting this whole thing I had major problems with. I did not have those issues, you know, but mainly because I knew it's hard to explain. One was the pain was real. There's a bunch of reasons, but when it came time to come off, I did not struggle, you know, and I, and a lot of times how people get wrapped up in this, they go through something very painful and they throw them on opiates for a month or two, maybe even longer. And then boom, People go through withdrawals. They don't understand that. They think it's pain. It feeds, it feeds, it feeds. Next thing you know, now you're fucking okay. But, you know, there's a, there's a way to withdraw without pain, medically assisted. And I will tell you, you know, that that's, yeah, I, 
I'm just throwing it out there. If anybody struggles with this, there, that's a, that's an option. It helped me. And moreover, when I had a horrific fucking accident and I had to get back on the opiates, I didn't have any of the, because I just knew I had, I do his help. So anyway, I just throwing it out there. We'll move on to that's, fucking fart jokes, but <laughs> yeah. No, the, the mat, uh, medically assisted treatment. Uh, that's, uh, one of Jessica's friends that she's done some art for out in, I believe, Washington state. Uh, she's a counselor at a, at a map facility. They, yeah. they do that. And she, she has very strong opinions against the, uh, uh, the NA, the AA, the, the anonymous, the 12 steps and all those things. And, uh, and cause they're, they actually measure their success rate over at this map. They actually measure what's going on to try to make sure that they're actually, they're not just pushing an agenda. They're actually trying to treat people. Here's what I don't like is that the, the pharmaceutical cost for the, 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 the pill or the film that you would use for medically assisted treatment is a million times, I'm, I'm exaggerating, a lot more than the cost of a Percocet or an Oxy instant release 60 milligram. So it, that pisses me off that getting in it's it's the rules will get you hooked that's not going to cost you but getting you off this is going to fucking cost you i don't like that aspect and you know i i don't know any of the details in these lawsuits but i would hope that these billions of fucking dollars instead of going to some state pork barrel thing will go to something like where somebody is like fucking whacked out on these things the, the drug companies are going to fund that fucking suboxone or subutex, you know, not for a lifetime. And there's got to be, but there's, you know, that would be because the cost of this shit is like what I was telling you, you know, somebody that's struggling financially, you know, um, and doesn't know about resources, you know, may go, fuck it. It's just cheaper to fucking keep on heroin than try to get off this stuff. I can't afford, I gotta, I gotta figure out, I gotta win the lottery so I can, uh, get off heroin stuff like that. I, you know. I don't think that's going to happen until we have a uh, real medical reform in this country. We're the only, we're the only place where uh, the fucking pharmaceutical companies can advertise. You can't, you, you go to Europe, you're never going to see a fucking uh, ad for Zola or anything else because it's fucking illegal. And it should be, it should be fucking ask your doctor. Wouldn't your doctor be the one to tell you uh, your options and different things? Uh, you you feed to the consumer and doctors complain. People come in, they want what they've seen on TV. And if I'm not willing to give it to them, they'll go to another doctor to get it. And so they end up writing the prescription. We are, uh, until we have real reform and take the power away from the insurance and the, uh, the pharmaceutical companies, which there's billions of dollars, they're never going to give it up. It's easy to spend millions of dollars towards campaigns to make sure that you're billions of, of dollars stay safe yeah, it, it costs yeah. nothing so oh that's dark that's just that's just fucking dark we started off with the uh, luxembourg steamer yeah. and here we are talking healthcare. i don't know i don't know if there's a more tangent show out there yeah man. <laughs> so okay so we're at uh whew, what was okay so let me tell you what i'm going to try to do today man for anybody out there it's a beautiful day here in colorado we're going to ride the trike I have a recumbent trike and I'm going to ride that. But beyond that, dude, I, uh, you know, I'm going to start working on, I hope people tune in, just start, start doing stuff. 
you know, um, I have no real plan. What, 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 what are your, what are your, I think you already shared, you're going to, you're going to work on content today. Is that your plan? Uh, we've got everything. I got the script adjusted for the uh, short and and we actually wrote uh, we actually have two songs that I'd like to make videos with that same crew. Uh, uh, the I'm popping corn. There's there's one I'm popping corn. There's another about uh, killing people. Uh, you know, they're dark, but uh, and, and they're the light, you know, fun crew and everything. But I got the script fixed and I, all the background images and they've been layered to where. Like in the automobile, I've got all four characters layered in an automobile that I made of three different automobiles to come up with what I needed, the headshot and everything. So all all the artwork is in place. And I think now the script is where I want it. So uh, it's a matter of just uh, doing the recording and letting letting Adobe do a lot of the work there and then just doing the little bits of moves and, you know, getting them to wave their arms when they need to when they're going yay. So uh, I I'm feeling better. I'm still not going to make a commitment because, you know, things shit fucking happens. So I'm not going to commit to it for Saturday. I'm going to be there Saturday. But and I hope to have this ready for Saturday. Uh, but that's what I'm going to that's what I'm aiming for today is cool, to get uh, get more of that taken care of. It's it's coming along great. I, I love these characters and uh, we're we're just making them into such horrible, horrible uh, examples and. I love that they're Adobe characters. I'm going to tag Adobe, make sure Adobe can get out there and see what we're doing with their characters. Uh, And they loved it. The, do you like weed? Like I like weed uh, video that we have. We used one of their characters because the car has to run over multiple people on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. One of them, uh, people don't notice the first one they hit is uh, Putin, Vladimir Putin. We had a cartoon we'd made of him, but, we took one of Adobe's characters, uh, Chloe, and had her at it, and they they loved the song. It was an earworm; they couldn't get out of their their head. Do you like weed? Like I like weed. You know, it just stuck there. But uh, but they can't acknowledge us. We're that we're we're that we're that girlfriend that you have fun with on the side, but you can't acknowledge because your friends would just mock you. You know, one right. of those type things. That's what we are to Adobe. I think. Uh, <laughs> you never know, man. I was I, I got to know that there's a movie out that I uh been waiting to see. It was out in the theaters, but now now it's at, well I found that it's available. But this is a question. It's DVD. I mean, do you even does anybody out there still deal with DVDs anymore? Um uh during uh during cable outages, the only time that the DVD player or any of our DVDs is if the cable company has some big outage, if we have an ice storm and and things aren't coming, but we still have power, that's the only time we use it. Is maybe if we can't I, maybe access. I'm weird because I have movies on my my computer, you know, you know, ripped, you know, DVDs from the past and just stuff like that. Just so you know, I I just I you know I'm looking. I mean, they're they've have it for sale uh, as a DVD but not available for streaming. Now I think it will be, but I think it's, I think it's the business model where they're not going to stream for a while to try to drive DVD sales. I just didn't, I didn't know if anybody's buying DVDs anymore. I I, I don't know. I, I, but I just gave up on that shit long time ago. You, you know what I mean? Um, oh yeah. I, I can't, uh, streaming. I, 
Yeah. I, I don't, I don't commit to things when it comes to watching TV and watching a lot of other stuff, but uh, it's uh, for the kids. Uh, so in case uh, that yeah, you're uh, right, over there, you're otherwise right. if I had, yeah, yeah, you're right. I would probably have some fucking DVDs, you, you, you know, ready to go. I mean, cause I did have DVDs. Don't get me wrong. Um, just, I, I don't know why I was thinking it was just, 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 it's just kind of, you know, I just, I wonder where that's going to DVD thing. You, you know what I mean? Um, I would, I would think it'd be like any of the others bound to be, uh, bound to be off, bound to be on its way down. I can't see, I can't see increases in it when, when it's not like there's a difference in the quality between what you're going to get on a DVD and what's being streamed to you. Uh, uh, if you've got, yeah, maybe maybe in uh, areas that don't have broadband, because uh, there are still a lot of areas of the country that don't. I'm sure those people are uh, are purchasing DVDs to watch things. But uh, yeah, yeah, because I mean, because you know what? If this was not available for stream, I'd purchase it and I'd rip it. You know what I mean? That's what I do when I do get a DVD. I rip it. You you, you know what I yeah. mean? And so now at one time. You used to, I, I, fuck, I don't want to go down this path, but you used to be able to download the movies that you own from Amazon Prime, and you can't do that anymore. You know, I mean, download for like ever kind of thing. You know what I mean? And they, they switched up the way back. When, in the when did they, uh, they, when did they change that? Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's been a while, man. It's been a while, but I, I, I used to be able to download the movie. You could still download it, Wes, but what I mean is it was forever. It wasn't like a finite amount of time that, and then it goes away. You know what I mean? It was down. You understand what I'm saying? It was. Yeah. We've got a, uh, uh, my little pony, the movie that we, that we purchased that way and downloaded. How How long ago? Maybe two years. Maybe they got, you know, there might have a different thing now, but you know, when I initially got on Amazon, just like 2008, and you bought a movie, you're able to download it. Then they said, hey, we're getting rid of this shit. You know what I mean? And so if you want to keep it, maybe maybe I fuck, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, dude. I'm high. Fuck it. Let me Google that because I, I don't want to go down a path because maybe I'm wrong with that. You know? And maybe you're high. No, definitely you're high. Yeah. For those of you uh, for those of you watching the stream, uh, well, I, just you'll, know. Does you'll Net- know. Does Netflix even do DVDs anymore? You Remember? I mean, I- they're big servers. I have just no DVDs. idea. Yeah. I have no idea if they, if they offer that anymore. I, I, I wouldn't think so. I think you'd get out of the physical inventory model. If you were, you know, a Netflix, I think you'd just move on uh, to streaming. Cause that, that's, you know, Hulu doesn't have, well, why, why burden yourself with something lonely? Unless there is uh, like I'm saying, unless there is enough of a market, because uh, I don't I don't know how I would think that they would be impacted by streaming, but I don't know if sales have maintained if DVD sales have, you know, really slipped that much because this is the talking out of our ass show. So right, uh, right. I I have no idea on anything along those well, lines. Well, yeah, the other. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. So that's who knows how we got on that one. But you, because of movies, it, you know, um, speaking of movies, the other thing is where does one go? I mean, what, what are the big movies coming out that aren't fucking superhero movies? Um, are they all superhero movies, man? I, I don't, I don't, that's, that's why I don't hear a shit. 
uh, Disney's, you know, I'm sure there's stuff coming out for kids that they've got marketed right now, but everything, uh, uh, everything I see coming out or being announced or anything else is some, uh, Marvel spinoff is some, uh, some spinoff of one of those. It's like, it's like with, uh, Paramount Paramount. I don't know how many, uh, new, new series they have. It's like four or five star star Trek series. There's two different animated ones, I believe. Uh, and there it's, and there's a market for them. There's a market for them. So I, I don't know. I just don't know if anything's coming out real quick. I wrote a note cause I don't want to forget this, but, uh, uh, only crazy lady says she has one season of rifleman, Daniel Boone, rawhide. Good for you. <laughs> she goes, uh, She's bad. She doesn't pay for movies or TV. Nah, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Um, all right. This is what I was, this is what I think the future of entertainment will be. If people can do this, I, I uh, you know, um, it's another idea for anybody that stumbles on this, that's looking for something way to make money creatively. Uh, I think doing like a live stream of fucking, you know, one act play shit like that would be fucking badass. a series, but it was with actors, you know, that was, you, you know, uh, that streamed on YouTube, but every, every episode was live. You know, I just think something like that would be really fucking cool because people will watch something live, you know, they'll watch live, you know, that, uh, you know, um, and, and I and the reason why I think people have given up on reruns is because reality TV is so big, right? Because once you go through watching a season of reality TV, I can't imagine you wanting to rewatch that, right? You know, because uh, it depends on the show. I mean, I, and again, I'm old. I'm I I I don't like I I can only speak to my own you know my own yeah. experience and and how I am if I if I really enjoyed something uh, or not, because there's, there's programs that I've gone through to watch uh, previous seasons of that. If they're light enough and everything, uh, uh, but if, if it's something that's really driven by story arc and really driven by, by advancements of characters, and you already know these big things that takes all of it out of it. If it's a, if it's a shit show that's relying on the the one liners through there and everything, I can go back and watch that over and over and, and still end up laughing. I, I just think like uh, like if a couple people got together and they were just a little bit off and they decided and they like said let's just do a live soap opera, you know. I just think something like that would just be really fucking you, you know interesting, you know, kind of a kind of a t- you know real raw live theater shit like that. I just think I think would be fucking really cool, you know. But I, maybe I'm off. I just. You know, if there were, I'm sure maybe somebody's doing that, but it'd be like, you know, just like a, a live, every episode was live, but it wasn't overproduced. You, you know what I mean? You could tell that this, you know, there people are doing it raw. You know, I just, it would be fucking cool. It, I just think that would be a, an interesting, interesting uh, thing to watch. Be, I, I haven't seen college, anyone do that. You know, it'd be something to do at college, you know, if like you live on a dorm and you're bored. Hey man, let's fucking put together a soap opera that, uh, about this dorm and we'll do it live. And you, you know, you know what I mean? I just think be, it, 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 I just think it'd be fucking kind of cool. Uh, the, when they did those, uh, live with, for Norman Lear on TV, 
uh, when they did the uh, the they redid an episode of All in the Family uh, and uh, an episode of the Jeffersons. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel was hosting that where they they had the actors come in and do do a live recreation of the of the show. And and there was a lot of interest because it is live. Things can go bad. That would probably I haven't seen it done online. That would probably be huge. I don't. I'm just like I said. I get why I'm just high, so I'm just throwing out fucking high shit. All right, I'm gonna look at something real quick. Actually, I'm looking at the weather, and what's the weather? And I know that's a lame subject, but what's it doing where you're at, Wes? Is it like it's too hot? fucking warm? If yeah. it's it, well, it's mid 80s, mid 80s. It's it had gotten down. We had a week in the 70s. Now it's back up in the fucking 80s. I'm I'm waiting for it to cool off. I'm not a I'm not a hanging outside and sweating guy unless I'm I'm playing ball or something tonight. Uh, and I just don't feel like that right now. So I'm waiting for the cooler weather. S- same, same here. It's weird, man. Like I said, heat sucks the energy right out of me these days, you know? And so if I spend way too much time out there, it doesn't go well for me. So what ultimately I'm going to be, well, it's getting cooler here. But like I was saying yesterday, man, we have a wildlife issue going on here, dude. Like, you know, there's fucking deer everywhere. So if you recall, I have a drone, but I'm waiting for certain things before I get into it. But I have a feeling I'm going to fly this drone uh, just a little bit over there and I'm going to see fucking things I don't want to see. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm fucking, I'm telling you, dude, I, you know, I'm not like worried. I'm really not, but I mean, I, I, I'll sit out at night and you, there'll, there'll be some rustling and shit. You just, you don't know, you know what I mean? But I could just tell you with this many deer, there's gotta be predators not that far behind, you know, or maybe that's why the deer are thriving. Cause there are no predators. One could say, but I, I have a feeling this is going to become fucking hunting ground. You, you, you know what I mean? I mean, I've never seen so it's fucking out of control, dude. And they don't give a fuck. They're going from yard to yard with like, fuck you on your, on their face. You know, they, they you go scat. I, they just fuck you. And they're just, I saw the video that you, yeah. you posted. You're driving right by it. Yeah. You're like, go on deer. Why don't you run deer? Oh, and, and the deer's just looking at your car. Like, fuck you. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, and it's, uh, so it's, it's interesting, but I wonder what the cooler weather will bring. I don't, you know, uh, you know, my brother saw uh, a bear a while ago. I, I'm like I said, man, we're right here. I'm you know, I'm not under the delusion that there's like nothing out there, you know, but it's going to be interesting flying the drone because I got, I mean, it, it, it <laughs> I got a feeling there's some shit real close, you know what I mean? So That'll be fun, but that's going to be a little bit. It's going to be about a month before I start really getting into that, man. But um, I don't know. Like I said, uh, on the, on the you know, talking about the Saturday show uh, with Stream Surf, with uh, over at Stream Surf with Wes and Jess at 11 Eastern p.m. Um, yeah, I'm going to have some, some content that I'm working on now. Um, I'm also going to, you know, I, we'll see, but I'm really, you know, I'm getting – like what's playing up there. I want to do some, some a music video. So um, we'll try to do that this week too. So we'll see, but it's just good. I I'm, it's been a fun week for me, dude. I mean, yesterday was fun because I didn't fall asleep right away. And I don't know. I'm, uh, this is, you know, it's only Tuesday, but gosh, darn it, man. 
gee golly, mate, I, I'm, I've got a lot of optimism headed into hump day. Now, I know something's going to fuck up, but right now it's been a pretty good week. I haven't started trying to actually accomplish anything, but so far it's been good. What would you know? How's, how's everybody, uh, uh, health wise? You say you, you finally didn't black out falling asleep yesterday. Yeah, how's I'm the just, health going on over I, there? I will see. I mean, you know, you know, it's weird. I, I, I feel fine. It's just these periods of fucking exhaustion, right? Just hit. So I think I'll be okay. Um, I'm going to like, you know, one day at a time, man. But, um, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to work on, uh, content. I did, I did a bunch of scene design. Um, <clears throat> We're gonna, there's gonna there's gonna be a ballot. I'm I haven't worked on it yet, so I don't know what to call it. But we're gonna have a a, a ballet of some sort. Um, so I have a ballerina puppet, and I'm trying to incorporate that into the storyline with a tasteful, tasteful love scene, and <laughs> um, emphasis. But dude, I'm just having you know. I, I fuck it. We're talking about this shit. The, the other puppets, Nucky, the clown college dropout in about three weeks. I'm going to have a Nucky performance. I, I'm, I'm almost there with my special effects and I've got this fucking thing in my head where Nucky does a fuck you Penetron show. I mean, that is just every five. I mean, there's no break. It goes from bit to bit to bit to bit. And every one of it's just fucking, what did, what did I just see? That's what I'm trying to work on. I mean, that's literally, I want somebody to stumble on that one, you know, Nucky, the, the fucking whatever, how I, Nucky, the, you know, penetrates, penetron. I haven't figured it out. But when they watch, because the big finale is going to be Nucky doing this show, right? And um, I, I want it to be no break, no breath for about two minutes. I have to get the feel with each fucking bit more like what the fuck did I just see? And then the final, remember the triple Lindy in back to school? Yeah. I want to have, I'm trying to recreate a triple Lindy moment with Nucky. Okay. But also with Rocky with you could do it, Nucky. I don't know. And just, you know, so I'm in my head, but I can't wait to do that, man. But I'm, I'm finally getting to where that scene I, I think I can do it justice because in my head it's one way, but my abilities aren't there yet. That's why I'm sitting on it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. but we're close, but there may be a preview. I don't know. I haven't really got into what I'm going to do in the amazing slacker part 11. I do know I've got a ballerina. I got, I've got that. Um, but you know, maybe, the, you know, but I have an idea. Oh, 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 Fuck. Why well, should damn it, guys? I'm so gosh darn sorry. Wes, I'm gonna try to do something. I got a surprise for you, Wes. Wes, would you mind covering for a second while I do this? Because I just want to focus on this. Uh, real sure. quick, kids. <coughs> hang with me because I got a brand new puppet character to introduce <coughs> to you guys. Go ahead, Wes. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and mention that these brand new characters and the other entertainment, uh, the art of floundering podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter. He's, he's fucking everywhere. And, uh, Saturday night, uh, we're going to be seeing some new content. The amazing slacker 11 should be there Saturday night 
on Stream Surf with Wes and Jess uh, on Facebook uh, and on YouTube or our weed cartoon. Uh, we enjoy every day uh, the weed cartoon. So if you're into any uh, any of this shit talk or any of those things, you're going to want to check in. If you if you got a bus, if you don't have a bus, then, you know, if you're just sitting at home at 11, don't you know, you're not going to get it. You're not going to understand. It's best. It's best taken, uh, you know, orally with a buzz. Uh, that's that's just the way. Thank you, Wes. Um, kids, I'm going to say it. We got a brand new Kim Jong-un going to be coming to the Art of Floundering podcast. Hey, Kim Jong-un, baby. That's right. That's, that's Kim Jong-un not in a good mood going, hey, man. Our economy in North Korea is mooey fucked up. Kim Jong-un, have you ever thought about the hemp plant? And here we go, kids. That's right. I, I have created uh, Kim Jong-un puppets. Two new Kim Jong-un digital puppets that I, I don't know when they're going to premiere. I just know that they will be on the Art of Flowers podcast. In addition, in addition... Hang on. In, in addition, I got myself a ballerina going to be coming on here. And I will give, let me see if I can get one. It'll give, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go, Wes. And there she is, man. Right across the sky dancing. So I don't know what's going to be happening, but I've got new animations I worked at, new characters, man. And so... I'm really looking for, I don't know how I'm going to work it in, but Kim Jong-un kids is going to be there playing guitar. All your favorites, man. Hey, Kim Jong-un, can you play Mandy? Sure, kids. Everybody sit back. Uh, remember, whatever, man. Oh, Mandy. Da -da -da. Go ahead, Kim Jong. So tune in, tune in this Saturday. Kim Jong-un covers Barry Manilow, man. Oh, Mandy, yeah. All right, kids, light it up. All right, so that is, Wes, are you there? Yes, oh, yes, oh. can you hear me? Yeah, something happened here. Hang on. Oh, I'm, here we go. Something happened. Yeah, it's okay. I think I need to, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. I got to, I got to edit Kim Jong-un. I had something run long. But anyway, there he is, kids. Kim jong mother fucking un man in the house yo so i hope that you tune in so those this ballerina is going to be fun i i just you know there she is wes yeah for those of you i, I know this is rude because you guys can't visually see it on Podbeam. uh it's a ballerina and 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 we're streaming on facebook uh, Twitter and Twitch. I'm not going to stream live to Twitch much, but I'm just messing around. But you'll see, you'll see this ballerina puppet on on Saturday's show on the, the amazing Slacker Eleven. So I'm looking forward to to that. How are we doing on time? We got six minutes. We got five minutes. Okay, okay. Just yeah. I wasn't sure. Speaking of that, which all right, guys. One of Wes. Any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts, make the most of the day. You can't get it back. That's it. Peace and love. Uh, peace and love. This is Will. We will talk to you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Peace and love.